0: Ooh, (laughs) what's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back. We back in business. Back for another glorious week of existence. And I got my co-host, man, water. Co-host extraordinaire, man. Gets no better than this right here. It gets no better than this right here. You need You need water, that agua. You need water in your life. Cherish it. It should be the most important thing in your life. Nothing else matters. When you got water in your system, nothing else matters, man. Your health is directly connected to water. Know what I'm talking about? You feel me? They say health is your wealth. Well, if you ain't drinking the water, if you ain't getting the nutrients in to even support your health, what is you doing? What is you doing? Make sure you're drinking enough water, man. That's what I'll be shoving down y'all throats. Y'all be acting like I'll be shoving vegetarianism and veganism down your throat. No, I do not. I'll be like, yo, this is what I eat. This is how I move. You can do your thing. But what I do shove down y'all throat, don't pause, press play. What I do shove down your throats is water. Open wide and let that water just come down your esophagus. Water is essential. We should all be on it. Tough, hard, steadfast. That's what I promote. That's what I'm on y'all neck about. Y'all be like, everybody don't shut up. Just shut up and drink the water. Shut your ass up and drink the water. Quit making the lame ass excuses, man. That's what I care about. That's what I want y'all. When, whenever y'all see me, I want y'all to be like water, H two O. Let me get my water. Oh, there go Tony, man. Let me let me get let me get some water going. Let me open. Let me crack one open. That's what I want. My legacy to be. I want my legacy to be water. And when you go when you go to another country, man, be careful with the water, so you don't shit on yourself like I did. But that's neither here nor there, man. We back. The mirror on the ones and twos, he eating Popeye's. I got to break my fast soon. So luckily, I can't smell what he's eating, but I'm sure it smells amazing. And it's Popeye's. Yeah, love that chicken from Popeye's, man. This is neither here nor there. What's your favorite chicken place? Your chicken chain, what's your favorite chicken chain? I want to know. Is it KFC? Is it Popeyes? Is it Brown's Chicken? Is it Louisiana Chicken? Is it Hot Chicken? Is it I don't, I don't even know what chicken places are in existence right now because I don't be eating the chickens. Harold's—that's a sh- Chicago staple. Um, and I'm gonna say this too, man. Stop! Stop giving me the stop giving me the um, the hypothetical situations based on me being vegetarian, man. Just stop. Just stop, man. All this, all this, man, all right, you ain't eating animals. What if, what if, hear me out. What if you were stranded on an island? It's just you and chickens, no vegetation. What you, what you going to do then? What you going to do then? Why, why I always got to have a hypothetical. Why you always got to corner me back into the meats? What if, what if, hear me out, hear me out. You on an island, it's just all chickens. What you going to do, Tone? Well, apparently, I'm going to get eaten by the chickens. That's what the hell going to happen. If it's thousands of chickens and just me and ain't no vegetation, what you, what you think they finna eat? They eat me, and then after they finish me off, I don't know what they doing after that because it was just me and the chickens. But I'm, I'm on the menu. I can't I can't win the fight. They gonna eat me. It ain't even like you think they just gonna sit there and just let me kill them off one by one. They gonna be like, "Hey y'all, gather round, buck buckar, buck buckar, gather round, buck bakar. This dude killing us all one by one, buck bucka. I say we kill him, buck bucka. Because he ate Steve, he ate Brenda, he ate uh Susan, he ate Katrina and he ate Chris. Buck bucka. So I say we just take his ass down. It's 7892 of us. And it's just him. Let's just get him. Let's grab him and hold him and pack him. Buck God, We got him. man. You a cock. You know how to fight. Yeah, I do be fighting. Buck Let's get him. Let's get him. And then boom. But also, if I am on an island with just chickens, I can I can I can I can eat the eggs. My cholesterol is going to be through the roof, but I could just be eating eggs. I could just do the egg whites. Because, I mean, they're going to be dumping the eggs off anyway because they chicken. So I'm just going to be like, yo, let me get these eggs, y'all. Let me get these eggs. And then I ain't even got to kill them. I'll be like, man, I'm just on a diet of eggs. And what y'all want from me, man? I'm on an island with just chickens, man. It ain't like, you know, I'm just working with the scraps I was given. And Mama made miracles every Thanksgiving, man. Anyway, I'm about to cut the IG Live off. If you want to see the rest of this episode recorded live, join my Patreon right now. Click the link in my bio, join my Patreon. If not, new episodes of Verbal Cardio drop every Wednesday. You can just pull up on my YouTube page or wherever you acquire your podcast, you can hear me on there. But I'm cutting this off. If you want more, if you want the non-cutoff, Join my Patreon, man! Shout out to my new Patreon members. Let me shout them out real quick while we're sitting here. While we're sitting here, right here, right now, I want to give a shout out to the new members: C.J. Debnum, Valencia, and Carlton White. So today we got Nadira, Charity, Sam, the Fly Bohemian, Ditra J. Baytop, C.J. De- Debnum. Valencia and Carlton White, new members, man. I appreciate y'all and welcome to the Patron Sainthood. And let me give a shout out to my Patron Saints up in here. They in here deep and they ready to cut y'all off. A shout out to Latoya Henry, Ayomi, Miss Smiley, Tony Ant, Latoya Larkin, Alice, Jaredy Sam, 2 Jesse, Coco Puff, Jamal B., Sharon McDee, Damon Stevens, Jay Thomas, T. Rose, Zay Nova. Jay Wan, Shakinia Walker, Candy Cami, Courtney Davis, Moyo, um, Ellen Green, the Fly Bohemian is in this thing. That guy, Kev B, Miss Ma'am, Styler, Chloe Franklin, Nana P, Juanita Bradford. Shout out to everybody, man. Anyway, I'm cutting y'all off, man. IG Live, join the Patreons. Stop being a chump. Boom, pow, done. Donezo. We out here. Now now it's just us. I think we're alone now. Anyway, that was creepy. I apologize. I apologize that came off creepy, but you know what I mean, man. I ain't going to take advantage of y'all, man. I'm trustworthy. I'm trustworthy in here, man. Questions. Hash Brown, 9966. I wonder what the numbers represent question. How do you stay motivated? Is it affirmations or is it just a regular routine? How do I stay motivated? Great question. Um, Cause sometimes my motivation is shot to shit. Sometimes my motivation is on two. When I wake up in the morning, some days I just want to lay in the bed. Like I, I had a day like that recently, like uh, yesterday. I didn't do much yesterday. Yesterday was Monday I didn't do much. Oh, shout out to uh, King Julius. I'm sorry. King Julius D, shout out to you. Um, So some days I have to literally be like, yo, man, let me get my ass up, man. Usually, Usually this helps with motivation. And it's not me really saying affirmations. I'm not really an affirmations guy. But I'm usually in my head to be like, all right, I need to get this done. So when my motivation is low, if I can somehow muster up the strength and movement to get outside and walk my five miles, that does a lot for the rest of the day. Like if I can get the if I can get that five mile walk in, I, I'm not saying y'all gotta walk five miles, because that's a lot. That's a, five miles is just doing too much. I know. I understand that. Five miles is just ridiculous. To be walking damn near every day, I I don't expect that. But what I will say is when I get up and I'm moving my feet and I'm walking. I'm in the community. I'm getting that sunlight. I'm getting that fresh air. My mind is my mind is now moving. I'm just, I'm just out. That really permeates through the rest of the day. Like it really just like, all right, man, I did the walk now. You know what I'm saying? Let me go to the gym. Let me get this done. Let me do this. Let me do that. Because there's something about going outside, the sunlight, the fresh air that really just bleeds into you know, other parts of your day, other things that you want to get done or you want to get started. It's that it's that active movement that really gets the, the the juices going. So for me those walks are very important for my motivation to do everything else. So I would say that's the biggest part. Since I don't do affirmations like that, it's the walking around. It's the it's to get up and go. Especially when I don't have like a pressing uh thing to get to. Like today, you know, I gotta be at the studio to do the podcast. But like on days where I don't have something like that, then the walk is my press. Then I'll be like, all right, let me get this walk going. Let me get the hell up out of here. Cause that bed is seductive, man. That bed. That bed is seductive. Let me tell you something. I know a lot of seduction goes down in the bedroom, but let me tell you, the main seduction The primary seduction is that bed holding you close. That bed be like, you ain't ain't got to leave, Tom. Where you going? Stay with me. Stay with me. That bed be like, man, settle down. That bed be singing. That bed be sending you love letters. That bed be like, hey, big head. That bed be texting you. That bed be sending you nudes. That bed just be all over you, man. You need a massage tone. Be like, man, that bed saying everything you want to hear. That bed be out here. That bed be like, you ain't got to do all that. You can stay with me. And that stay with me is seductive, man. You be like, I could, I could. But I was just here for seven hours. Yeah, but seven hours is light work. Because my bed is comfortable. I ain't even going to stunt. I ain't got no headboard, but my bed is comfortable. All right? So that bed be in there, man, working overtime. I'll be like, bed, if you don't chill, be like, (laughs) you crazy, tone, You crazy. So I'll be like, all right. Courtney Davis want to test my movie knowledge. Who said put me in the front seat with him? I bet I whip his ass. Oh, what was that on? Put me in the front seat with him. I bet I whoop his ass. Ooh, I know that line. I know that line. Oh. I'm not good with movie quotes, though, but I know that line. Ugh. Damn it. No headboard. I don't have a headboard, y'all. I do not have a headboard. My my bed is is headboardless. Put me in the front seat with him, I bet I whoop his ass. It is training day. Snoop Dogg's character. The box office of Harlem Knights. Uh Harlem Nice made like 60-something mil, maybe 70-something. It's between 60 and 70-something million domestically. That's how much uh, Harlem Nights made at the domestic box office. Let me see if I was right. Harlem Nights. Let me see. I was taking all day to load up. It was 65 million domestic. Boom. There you go. There it is. There it is. Oh, man. Forget it, man. Taking all day, man. When it was crunch time. When it was crunch time. Veronica House wants to know. according to this according to this harlem knights made 60.8 million dollars at the box office 95 million internationally so it made 60 million that's it 60 million pretty low for harlem knights okay veronica house Tony, have you or would you consider becoming a radio personality or DJ? You have a nice voice, comedic rhythm and great conversation. And if so, can I audition to be a co-host on the show? I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at this at all. Um I've all I've often thought about like having a radio show. I remember I remember in college I wanted to do like a radio show. And I did I did one for like a couple times, I'm like, "Yo, let me do like a little radio show or whatever. And that was something that I really wanted to do because I love music. And obviously I love to talk and I feel like I feel like I got an OK voice for radio. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm definitely not opposed to it. I'm not sure what the money looks like doing radio shows or whatever. But I do know this. I do know that working in radio a lot of times I smell Amir's food now. And it smells fantastic. I smell it now, y'all. I apologize. Oh no, no, you good. <laughs> you, you, you live your life. I ain't tripping at all. I like smelling food. Okay, I'm hungry, I mean, let me smell it. Um The only thing though with radio, they be getting up early, man. They be and I know I could do some like nighttime radio. I know that's an option, but man, they be getting up early. When I be watching like the Breakfast Club, I be thinking about how how early they got to get up. I can't imagine how early they got to get up in New York. Forget it, man. I like to be up late, and I'm a comedian, so you know if I'm if I'm doing a late show and I got to be up at like three, so I can get to the to the station at like four fifteen, four thirty. That's that's where you lose me. Now, I could be Tony Baker on the late night. I could do that. I'd be like, yeah, this for all my midnight marauders out there, man. How y'all doing? What y'all doing out here? Y'all being safe on these nighttime streets? Well, Tony Baker is your companion while you drive around in the dark, man, looking at the city lights. Tony Baker on the late night. What the hell y'all doing? Now, now don't get into no trouble now. You know what I'm saying? Protect yourself at all times. But be careful, man. We got some smooth grooves coming for y'all in this next hour. Oh, they're going to be smooth. So if you are cuddled up, you booed up, and you're plotting on some new exploits, you need a soundtrack for that. You need a song that's going to take you right into the thick of it. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended, man. Hey. That's y'all business. But anyway, man, I'm going to put on the Isley Brothers between the sheets because I got a good feeling y'all between the sheets right here, right now. Tony Bake on the late night, man. Stay tuned. That would be a good time. And, yes, you can audition to be the co-host. You can audition. All right, let me see what else y'all talking about up in here. Let me see what else is going on. Y'all got some good this or that's up in here. Locked and loaded, I see. Locked and loaded. Uh Aunt Lulu 420 wants to know. If you could pick only one food to eat for a year, what would it be? Now, okay, one food for a year. Now let me ask you this, Aunt Lulu, are you in here? Let me let me ask some, let me ask some side questions to see how I'm gonna do this. Aunt Lulu, you in here? Let me know if you in here so I can ask you these follow-up questions before I make my choice. Is you Laura? Laura that's you okay Laura will this food that I pick affect my health and weight or is it or is it just like you know it's whatever? Let me know will this? Will the food that I pick affect my health and weight? Cause that, that definitely plays a factor in my choice. So I wanna be I wanna be sure. Say <laughs> Nova, man. I got a vendetta against Fat Tone, Tony Bacon. I don't want to be Tony Bacon again. I know some of y'all was like, Tony Bacon could still get it. I was like, but I don't want it. I don't want it. So it's whatever I want. What does that mean though? Okay, so so if what I pick to eat won't affect my health and weight. Tony Bacon was fine. We're not going to do this. I'm going with, it's going to be either pancakes or waffles. If I can eat this all year, if I can eat this all year and then not not gain weight or none of that, I'm doing pancakes and waffles all year. All year long. I could do that for a full year. Cause I get excited. I get excited about the pancakes and waffles. So I'll be excited every single day. Like, man, I know what I'm eating later. And then I can mix it up. I can I can blueberry it up. I can strawberry it up. I can do whatever. Yeah, I'm going with the pancakes and waffles. He picked two food. All right, all right. So, so all right, I'm gonna pick one. I'm gonna do the I'ma do the waffle. I'm gonna do a wall, I'm gonna do waffles for a full year. That's if if it has no effect on my health and weight. That's what I'm going with. It's 115 people in here, man. Thank you all for pulling up. That's, That's what I'm going with. Waffles all year long, baby. All year long on that ass. Give me the waffles, girl. Give me the waffles all year, man. From January to December, waffle me out put the little buttery goodness in the little squares, and just, woo. and then some days I'm not even going to use syrup. I'm not even going to use syrup. I'm going to just be buttery and just waffled out. I'm going to do the savory waffle, just because, and then I'm going to go back to the syrup. And then I'm going to put some blueberries in there, and then I'm going to take them out. It's going to be a good-ass time. And then if I want to savory it up, I'm going to put some vegan cheese in that hole. Throw that in there, yeah, man. Waffles all year, goddamn. Waffles all year, shouted <clears throat> Um. Laura has another question. Oh no, this is this is that. I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that. Laura, Laura had mad questions. Okay, Tanisha Turner went in on this. Hold on. Question: In honor of Black History Month, do you think that you would have had the bravery of Mamie, uh, Mamie Till to have an open casket for your child, who was in the who was in Emmett's condition? After all the marching and speeches with the with the with the still the same was still the same conclusion, would you have seek vengeance yourself with these questions. This question is thick. So would I have the same courage as Mamie Till after all the marching and speeches was still the same conclusion? Would you have to seek revenge yourself if a movie was inspired by Emmett Till's story, but in quote, unquote, reverse racism style, meaning Caucasian actors play Emmett's family and himself And all the other races—blacks, Asians, Latinos—play racist South. Would you play a role? Shit, that question was a mouthful. Um, I can't speak to the courage and bravery of Mamie Till. I don't know. I don't know if I would have that type of strength. Um, because I don't consider myself strong in the way I handled losing Serene. Because um I know y'all might see me as that, but for me, like I can't even go, I can't even go to the court to the court uh dates. Like I don't go. I went to one and I was like, yo, I can't I can't do this. And so um there must be something going on with this YouTube link. Because y'all keep falling off and then going up. So so for me. For me, like, to have the type of courage that she was able to have and convey and do all of that, the reason the reason I can't go to church is because, I mean church, the reason I can't go to those court dates is because when I do go to court, it feels sterile and, and final and, you know, the memory of my son lives on and it feels like, you know he never left, even though he he is gone, and I feel that one hundred percent it It doesn't feel final because you know he left he left the house with love that night, and so i I never had to see him in a casket. I never had to see him gone. I never had to see any of that and so for me, the spirit the spirit is very robust and alive and well and so when I did go to court that one time. It felt sterile, it felt like final and businessy and just like, and then you're in the courtroom with people that are responsible for the death of your child, so it's just like you're now in that environment of you know just for for anger to to flourish, and for me, I've been keeping my anger in check um for the most part. Like when I hear about, you know, what's going on in the court, like, you know, when Sheree gives me updates, when I hear about stuff that's going on, you know, I had a moment where, you know, she had updated me one time and I just had a breakdown. I had a really bad breakdown after that. So for me, it's like. I know the anger is going to flourish in the courtroom. And they keep they keep resetting the date, resetting the date, resetting the date. So they they dragging all of this out. The families have to go through this day in and day out. They keep changing the court dates. And this is what they do with any type of legal proceedings. It takes forever to do anything. And so to drag these families through this day in and day out, date after date, because you're trying to stall for time. You're trying to find new ways. You're trying to find all this stuff, so it's just like I'm not. I can't be in that environment because I've been functioning with my anger at a minimum. Even though I have, I have more than enough ground for anger, but it's not going to benefit me. It's not going to suit me. It's not going to help me. The anger is not going to make me feel good. It's not going to bring them back. And so, and being that it's it's an accident. It's different. It was an accident, even though they were reckless and stupid, and just like you know, it was an accident. So it's like I would probably be angrier if it was just straight up murder, like the Emmett Till situation. I would be angry. Like you, there would there was there could be no way to avoid the anger. And then the bigger picture, the bigger picture on top of. On top of you know, our loss was a little different. It's a different time. It's a different thing. So it's like the loss of Emmett Till. There's there's racism. There's generations of racism attached to that. There's a, there's a culture of like racism and lynchings and and like so many black lives taken due to white bigotry and prejudice and hate. So it's like we're sending a message that's bigger than this one particular Till family even though the mom was just incredibly brave and strong and being able to do all of that. I don't know, maybe my motivation would be different on something like that where it's just like, you know, we're doing this for a generation of people to, to bring light to what's really going on in the South and across the country. And so, you know, I would like to say that I'd be able to do what Mamie did, but Given how I'm handling the shoot the court the court days now, I don't know. I'm definitely I definitely wouldn't be able to look at him in the casket because I, I wasn't able to look at Serene. So you know, but seeing seeing your child like that 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 level of courage and some people some people really need that. Some people have to see. Their loved one, they they need that for closure, for for you know, just clarity and closure. And like they have to put eyes on their loved one when they pass. And I'm just like, I didn't want to. And so I never looked. I was just like, mm-mm. So from for my memory and what I hold on to is that, you know, he was alive and well. So that's that's the spirit I keep with me. Just seeing him go out the door, happy to go out and hang with his friends. So it doesn't feel it doesn't feel as final as it is. I know it's final, but it doesn't feel as final as it is. And when I go to that court, oh, it feels final. So that's where i'm at people give me people give me props for being able to talk about them and stuff like that and and live life and still laugh and be you know but you know i give sheree all the credit for being able to go to those court dates i tried it and i was like this is it i can't do this mm-hmm And as far as like the race, the reverse racism, uh, would I be able to play? No, I'm not really into the the race switcheroo. I'd rather just not be in the movie. I'd rather pass on it all. I would rather pass on it all. Now, to P. asks something on a lighter note. On a lighter note, uh, instead of your last meal on death row, but before I get to this, before I get to this, I got an ad to do. Hold on, hold on, hold on, y'all. I got an ad. So, we all know life doesn't happen biweekly. weekly. We know this. Life doesn't happen bi weekly. We just know that's just not the way the cards are set up. You know what I'm saying? So, why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You know what I'm saying? We all have those moments where, you know what I'm saying, you get paid, you just got your check. Sometimes your check just got absorbed, whether it be rent, bills, whatever, your check, the majority of it just got absorbed. So now you're already back at square one, and you just got paid. It's Friday. You just got that check, but that check, that money gone. So now you got you to gotta skate by for two weeks before you could feel comfortable again. Earnings going to help you with that. Just download the earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. <laughs> Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Now, um, you know, anything that can come up, man, a special night out, you know what I mean? Uh, Car repairs you didn't foresee, uh, a health issue you didn't foresee. Sometimes you need that money right here, right now. Right here, right now. And earning has got you, man. They got you. Make earning a part of your financial routine and jo- join earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's my on the streets voice right there. So download Earning the day spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Verbal Cardio under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Verbal Cardio under podcast. Uh, Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max, see Earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. So remember that, y'all. Remember that. Get on. Man, I wish they had earning when I was working at Dairy Queen or Inmerse. I'd have loved it. that has been right up my alley, man. When I needed the money at all times, man, come on, man. Come on. Terrence uh, Terrence, no, no, no. I'm going back to that original question I was on. Nana P, instead of your last meal on Death Row, what would be your last three movies you'd watch? I'm watching the longest shit possible. I'm watching all three Lord of the Rings director's cut. I want the full director's cut with the blooper reels and all of that. With the commentary, I need them movies to be long as hell. So I'm going with Lord of the Rings trilogy, all of them, with the, with the extra footage in there. Tough, Easy. That's what I'm going out on on the movie tip. I'm taking my sweet-ass time. They can't kill me till the movies are done. So I'm going with Lord of the Rings, the director's extended edition with the fat-ass DVD case. I actually actually own them. I actually own those. Lord of the Rings was ass. Courtney Davis, you know what? You're ass. Courtney Davis, you are ass. That's who's ass. You. How dare you come in here and talk that shit? Don't you come in here and talk about my final movies. I'm on death row. Don't you come in here talking shit about my final movies. Your ass, both cheeks, and the booty hole in the, in the middle. That's you. You're not going to come in here. Messing up my vibe before I get this lethal injection. Lord of the Rings is phenomenal. There's no better trilogy. There's no better trilogy than the Lord of the Rings. Square up. Square up right here, right now. There is no better trilogy than the Lord of the Rings. Square up. Who Who you got that could even compete? Who you got that could even compete back to the future? Nope. Back to the future is up there. Back to the future is up there. But we know the old West, the old West back to the future can't hang with Lord of the Rings three. We know this. We know this. It can't hang. Star Wars ain't cutting the mustard. Star Wars ain't cutting the mustard. It's a good one. The original Star Wars, New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi don't hold up like that. Indiana Jones is close, but Temple of Doom kind of, you know what I'm saying? Temple of Doom kind of guilty pleasure-ish. I love Temple of Doom, but I know it's weak. I love Temple of Doom, but I know it's weak. But, but. Temple of Doom versus Lord of the Rings and the Two Towers? Come on, man. Come on, man. Nothing nothing, nothing can compete. Die Hard? No. The first three Die Hards? Die Hard 2, a lot of people ain't rocking with. I like the first three Die Hards, but we know Die Hard 2 was... Come on, man. We just going to rehash we just going to rehash. We're not going to build the story. Lord of the Rings, the story builds. Lord of the Rings and the Two Towers, that ain't no rehash of the first one. That ain't no rehash. Die Hard 2 was a rehash. They just threw him in the airport this time. That's why part three was a breath of fresh air because it gave us a, a totally new outlook on Die Hard. Now we playing a game in the streets of Manhattan. They completely flipped Die Hard. That's why Die Hard with Avengers is fire. But nah, man, saggy middle. The Matrix ain't even close. The Matrix? No. Matrix reloaded. They did too much. The action got boring. The storyline got confusing. We was like, man, what the hell going on, man? We ain't know what Colonel Sanders was talking about. And the Matrix reloaded. Man, what the hell was Colonel Sanders talking about? We had no clue. He was sitting up there talking about the original recipe chicken and, and the Matrix. And, the man, we didn't know what was happening. All we knew was Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders up here talking wild. So the Matrix ain't cutting it, man. Nope. The Hobbit movies, Nope. The Godfather, the Godfather 3? We're going to sit here and act like Godfather 3 was hot? We're going to sit up here and act like the Godfather Part 3 was hot? Just what I think about, they pulled me back in. No. Sophia Coppola's acting alone. Diminishes Godfather part three. Her acting was atrocious. No. Godfather three messed up the whole goddamn trilogy. Godfather is out. Them first two, fire. The first two Godfathers, fire. That third one though, the hell up out of here shouting. Hunger Games, beat it. Scram. Hunger Games can get the hell up out of here, man. Peace out. Peace up, A-Town down. Get the hell up out of here, Hunger Games. Bad Boys trilogy, that third one. The third one is good. Bad Boys is undefeated. I liked all three. But the third one's action. Subpar. The action sequences in part three, subpar City bad boys ain't making the cut bad boys ain't making the cut now the planet of the apes trilogy that's a good trilogy I really I really can't say they don't really have a weak link the the planet of the apes trilogy they don't have a weak link um So that's a good contender, but no. But the connection, the, the emotion, the, the edge of your seat, that's something Lord of the Rings had. The character development in Lord of the Rings. You feel me? Toy Story, not Toy Story. The first three Toy Stories is fire. But, but, The second Toy Story is kind of kind of forgettable. Caesar has great character development, but that's it. Lord of the Rings has multiple character developments going on. We got we got Frodo and Samwise. We got Aragorn. We got all kind of stuff going on. Underneath the surface of what's really going on, we got that whole battle dynamic between between Frodo turning into Gollum. Can Gollum be trusted, man? What's going on, man? He's bringing the wedge between, like the, the whole beef between Sam and Frodo and um, Gollum. That whole dynamic. We we got the character development and the change within Gandalf going on, man. It, it's so much strong character development, man. All the while the visual spectacle of what's going on is just prime. And then the team element, the the oh, there's just so much going on. Now the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises is there's something there's something to be desired with Dark Knight Rises. They they kind of they kind of fumbled the ball on that one. They fumbled the ball on the Dark Knight Rises. Let's, let's, let's call it what it is. John Wick is undefeated, but John Wick, come on, man. You know some of that shit is redundant. Some of that shit is redundant in John Wick. We, we can be honest. We love John Wick, but some of it is just redundant, and you kind of you just go dead behind the eyes a little bit, for a little bit, because, you know, some of the action just feels the same. And you just be like, you, you die a little bit, a little bit. Aliens? No, absolutely not. As much as I love aliens, the first two aliens, but after that, Guardians of the Galaxy is undefeated, but the second one is kind of soft. Second one is a little soft. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not y'all not bringing me nothing. Y'all not bringing me nothing. No, the equalizer is not even close. The Born Identity, that's a good trilogy. That's a good trilogy. But the second born identity is kind of forgettable. I forgot about this. The Pirates, man. Look, man, get the hell up out of here. Pirates ain't making it. Pirates ain't even making it. My bad. I didn't dwelled on this topic for too long, man. I'm out of here, man. That's my final, that's my final death row movie, man. That's my final death row movie. You feel me? Oh, verbal cardio hoodies for the saints. That's not a bad idea, Donut Lord. I see what you're doing out here. Terrence Chambers says, are superhero movies a dying genre? No. Here's why I say no. When they're good, they're good. When they're they're done well, we back on board. It's all about just nailing it. It's all about just making it good. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is proof of that. So, you know, um, when they, when, when they do it right, we, we back in business, we back on, we out here when it's done right. And so what's happening is we just getting a lot of stuff that's not done right. So it's not really, it's not really, that it's a dying genre. It's just, you know, shit just needs to be fired, And then, this is how I'm gonna prove to you that it's not a dying genre. Look at the success of Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, or Guardians of the Galaxy Three, even even Madam Web, which is terrible, it still made twenty something million dollars opening weekend, and that's with terrible reviews and and the word of mouth is just hot garbage. It still it's still able to gross a little something. So it's all about you know making that good product. But I, I think the the genre is alive and well. I'm sure Deadpool and Wolverine is going to do crazy numbers. So watch. Watch that. Uh, that man, KMJ, what made you start the Verbal Cardio Podcast, and how did you come up with the name? So the name was, the name just means I'm running my mouth. So it's just Verbal Cardio um, that's how I came up with the name. It's, it's really simple. It was just like, yo, I'm just be running my mouth for 30 minutes. That's how I started. It was like 30 minutes of mouth run. So I was just like, I was just like, all right, I'm running my mouth for 30 minutes. So that's how the name came. Uh, initially when I first started doing verbal cardio, I would talk about a movie and that would bleed into other topics. So I'd be like, all right, I'm talking about Star Wars, and then it would just bleed into other topics, and then I was out of here. So that's how verbal cardio got started, and that's what that's what made me Really, Chaz was just like, yo, Tone, you need a podcast. You need a podcast. You need a podcast. I was like, I don't know. You need a podcast. So I was like, all right, let me do it. And so I did it. So there's that. Oh snap, J. One, I didn't notice. Uh, did you see Donnell Rawlings listed you in the top comedians recently? Just feels good to hear comics say how most of us patron patron saints are feeling. I didn't know. I didn't know he said that. Uh, Where did he say it? Do you know? Because I, I know. Uh, I know Donnell was on. He's on Math Hoffa's uh, joint. I know he's he's on that. Uh, did he say it there? I didn't know, but he always, has always shown me love, though, on, on the real, like, you know, he's always giving me good energy, he's always complimenting me, and uh, I appreciate him for that, like, uh, that that's what's up. He even offered me uh, gigs, I couldn't do it, I couldn't do the, the particular gig he reached out to me about, but uh, I appreciate him for that, for sure, 100%, appreciative. So wherever he said that, I'm not sure where, um... I appreciate it though. Uh, him spazzing on Corey Holcomb, I saw that. I saw the the clip of Donnell and Corey going back and forth. Here's the thing about Corey, man. Corey has very strong opinions, and he's gonna give you those opinions unfiltered. And with that being said, that opens the door for people to be like. Nah, nigga, no. And so Donnell was there to to fight back, in in a sense. So, um, you know, and a lot of times, you know, Corey's opinions, people be like, he ain't telling the truth. He's telling his opinion. You know what I'm saying? It's It's his opinion. And so, you know, no matter what, the, just because you agree with an opinion doesn't make it fact. Especially when you're dealing with art art forms, like even though I just got on Courtney about the Lord of the Rings uh trilogy, neither one of us is wrong. I enjoyed Lord of the Rings she did not, and she has a right not to enjoy it, so when we're dealing with the arts, when we're dealing with stand up when we're dealing with uh whatever it is we're dealing with um it's all subjective. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I like this album. You didn't. Or this movie was good. You didn't like it. So we're dealing with opinions. And so when we talk about people's stand-up comedy, that's opinion-based. When we talk about who's a good comedian and who's not, it's all opinion. You know what I'm saying? so, you know, when people are there to be like, yo, man, nah, man, you ain't going to talk about me like this, you know, that that opens the door for, you know, pushback. And if you're right there, of course you're going to push back if they right there in your face. So, you know, I respect it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I disagree with your opinion while you're talking shit about me up there. Let's have the back and forth here. And so, now Lord of the Rings being good is a scientific fact, but, you know, it is what it is. But I appreciate Donnell Rawlings. Uh, and I appreciate Corey Holcomb, too. Every time I see Corey Holcomb, man, it's nothing but love and respect. And so, um, you know, I hope the beef ain't, ain't real and, like, serious like that. But I appreciate Donnell for showing me love. Just let me know where the love was shown um, if you can so I can see it and just and just really hear it and take it in and, and so my eyes can water. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'll be getting emotional. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Let's do a this or that. This or that. Kobe with his hard hidden question asked. Somebody said it was a Joe Budden interview. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Um Kobe's like, this or that. You can only pick one, Tom Hanks or Denzel. The other movies disappear. Wow. Kobe, man, I don't like your questions. I don't like your this or that's. Cause they be hard hidden, man. Tom Hanks or Denzel. So now I could lose Toy Story. I could lose Forrest Gump. I can lose Castaway. I can lose Big. I could lose the Burbs. I can lose Philadelphia. I can lose Piss. And then if I lose if I lose oh, Auto was so good. But then I could lose Training Day. I could lose Malcolm X. I could lose Devil in the Blue Dress. I could lose Crimson Tide. I can't. (laughs) This sucks, man. Why would you do this? Because Tom Hanks holds a very special place in my heart. And so does Denzel. Denzel's my favorite actor. Oh, Losing Saving Private Ryan, too? Oh, that's one of the best movies I've ever seen. What are my options if I can't pick a this or that? What are my options? Can I get out of this? We lose Philadelphia either way either way Philadelphia is lost Philadelphia is gone either way on the strength of on the strength of my blackness and who I am as a person I got to lose Tom Hanks I got to lose Tom because Denzel, even though Tom is too, Denzel is just vital beyond, beyond just being an actor, being a black actor of his caliber. He is vital. And we don't have, we don't have many black actors in that vein. We got several white actors we can dip in and out of, but I gotta go with Denzel. Denzel, I'm keeping. I gotta keep Denzel, man. Oh, it's tough though, man. I done lost some great, great Tom Hanks, but I I need that Malcolm X in the, in the, in the, in the in the mix. Malcolm X, man. The hurricane, flight, glory. This shit hurts though, man. Kobe, you a piece of shit for this. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no other way to slice it. And people be like, oh, why can't you be colorblind and just cause I I can't, I'm not colorblind. I'm not colorblind. So culture and race and history plays a part into the arts for me as well. And so with that being said, I can't, I can't, I can't not pick Denzel. Ah that shit's that hurt. That hurt, man. You ain't worth a damn. You ain't worth a damn. Alright, I'm gonna do one more uh this or that Hmm, let me get a good one going. Um. Oh, y'all got a this or that? Wait, hold on, Jay Thomas. I think we on to something real quick. Jay Thomas. Drew Hill or Jodicey? Drew Hill or Jodice but swap KC and Cisco. Wait a minute. What you mean on the swap? What you mean on the swap? You say karma, Courtney, what you mean? KC with Drew Hill and Cisco with Jodeci. (laughs) Why are we swapping, though? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. (laughs) Not this, that, and the third. Why can't we just leave Jodicey as Jodacy and Drew Hill as Drew Hill? I don't understand the swap component. Anyway, I'm a, I'm going to answer this I'm going to answer this without the swap. So I'm keeping Jodicey. I'm keeping Jodycy. Here's why. I feel like I feel like Drew Hill has the stronger voices overall, but I feel like we don't get we don't get we don't get the Drew Hill sound without Jodycy. So I'm not I'm not taking the blueprint. I'm not taking the blueprint. And I feel like between Come and Talk to Me, Forever My Lady, Stay cry for you all my life. Four page letter. I feel like fiending, um, I think. I hold on to Jodeci songs a little bit more. I got more Jodeci songs I hold on to than Drew Hill. So I'm going to go with Jodeci. And I think Jodeci has the better R&B name. And I love uh, Get On Up, too. Gotta get on up. Say it again, Jodeci. Get on up. And Jodeci, the name Jodeci is just fire, man. The way, the way that name is put together, JoJo for the Joe. The D-E in the middle is for DeGrady. That means Dalvin and Devontae, their brothers, and their last name is DeGrady. De so the D is for both of them. And then KC on the end. That's just – and they made it into a dope-ass word that actually makes sense within the group. It's, it's, it's very personal. You can't even have that name. You can't even have that name without the members. Like Drew Hill is very, it's very like, you know, that's a park in uh, Baltimore. So you can, you can feel, you can still feel that in with the other Baltimore kids and be like Drew Hill. Yeah. We represent Drew Hill. Somebody else can come in and be like, Yo, we drew Hill, but Jodeci is very personally connected to the members like it's literally their names in the name of the group. That's fire to me. That's fire. So I'm I'm, I'm keeping Jodeci. Jodeci. Make an R&B super group. Make your R&B supergroup use only 5 slots. All right, here's my R&B supergroup and thank you uh uh Miss Miles FTW. Make an R&B supergroup only use 5 slots. All right, in my supergroup. Okay? Marvin Gaye. All right. I'm going to go with Whitney Houston, Luther Vandross, Mariah Carey, and I'm going to round it out with hmm, I'm gonna go with um, yeah, Stevie Wonder. So Stevie Wonder, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Luther Vandross, Marvin Gaye, R&B supergroup. That's what we coming with. That's that's what I'm bringing to the table. We getting men and women together in one group, it's about to be fire. And everybody can sing lead whenever they want to. That's That's my super group. Uh, this or that from QDB verbal cardio interview with Sinbad and Neil deGrasse Tyson I'm gonna go with Sinbad because Sinbad is a direct influence on me as much as I love astronomy and I love Neil deGrasse Tyson I would love to interview Neil because I feel like I feel like he and I would have a great time together press play Sinbad though I really got the Sinbad is and you know shout out to Sinbad I hope he's doing well on his recovery shout out to him and his family Sinbad is a direct influence on me years years in years in the making man he is one of my biggest comedic influences and I would I would be honored to have Sinbad up in here picking his brain talking about his comedic journey how he works as a comedian. I would love to sit there and talk to Sinbad because Sinbad is is one of the best to ever do it, in my opinion. Absolutely. The amount of joy he has given me and my family over the years, come on, man. Come on. Sinbad, tough. All day long. All day long. All right. Final this or that from Zaynova. This is it. Being from Chicago, who you rolling with? Crucial conflict, or do or die? Mm, mm, mm. You just going for the jugular, huh? It's West Side on West Side. First of all, I believe they both from the West Side. I know Crucial Conflict for sure is from the West Side. I want to say Do or Die is too. And Do or Die had that Pope pimp. That Pope pimp with Twister on there that re that revitalized Twister's career, and that's that's a West Side cut. But hey, the hay got me going through a stage, and I just can't get enough. Smoking every day, I got some hay. and You know, from the roll it up, make a cloud. I'm gonna take my mind away from all the bull crap. Back to the freaks, that's on the road. Sometimes I wonder when I'm wrong on the street. Anybody want to step to me? I'ma see how rough it be. Infesting, manifesting on my P's and Q's. Cause I refuse. Inhale, exhale the smell. Smoking hay all by myself. Ooh. Mm, mm, mm. Hey now. Hey, we smoking on hay in the middle of the barn. And I'm get up and get up my eyes read And my head is spinning. Oh, man. Get the goofy's case i green it. Oh, hmm. Do you want to ride in the backseat of my caddy and chop it up with do or die? Mm. <clears throat> Mm-mm. Do or die or crucial conflict? Twister, Twister stole a whole goddamn show on that Pope Pimp, man. That was just. Flawless. That's one of the best features of all time. <sighs> Dang, man. Hey, hey. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Hey, in the middle of the bar. I'm going to go with do or die. I'm going to go with do or die. Damn it. Damn it to hell, I'm going with do or die, man. Piss. Uh, I wanted to go Crucial Conflict, but I'm going to have to slide over to do or die. Damn it. Damn it. West Side. Shout out to the West Side of Chicago. All my West Siders that might be out here listening to it, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Twisted do or die, Crucial Conflict, legendary Chicago Shit. Shout out to Lil Real Howry. Howery. He from the West Side. Yeah, so I'm going to go with do or die. Forget you. Anyway, I appreciate y'all, man. Uh, thank you. Shout out to my patrons. Thanks for making the podcast better. Y'all are invaluable to the podcast now. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for the questions. Thanks for the this or that. Thanks for the listening. Thanks for the interaction. We out here. Thanks for the tough piece of shit ass questions y'all was asking hurting my heart and soul. I appreciate y'all. Sorry about the technical difficulties. I'll be seeing the viewers rise and fall crazy. I'm not sure what's going on with YouTube, but I apologize. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Uh, but shout out to my patron saints as always. Shout out to the new members that are in here. Thank you for joining up. And uh, it's going to be a good time. You won't. You won't regret it. You will not regret it. Anyway, man, thank you for tuning in to another session. That verbal cardio.